Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. This is it. This is for all the chips. Work for championship. No, it gets no better than this. Just sit and relax a bit. We're talking the passive blitz. We're talking the jump and sprint. We're talking the pitch and miss. Cleats, face, kicks, face. You come to the right place. Beat, bait. I don't need to see other shows. I'm straight. Cause they're not impressing me. I tune into Legacy. Legacy. Fourth and goal and on the road. Legacy. Down three, three seconds to go. Legacy. Two out, base is loaded. Legacy. It's not a mystery, you're tuning to Legacy. Check the flag on the final lap. Legacy. Twelve round, who gets in the mat? Legacy. You wanna Legacy. You build a Legacy. Broadcasting live right now to the whole world to see. Now, the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast. Welcome, everybody. We about to get this bad boy started. Here are your hosts, Darrell Owens and Jay Quimby. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. It is episode 297, ladies and gentlemen. We are just three episodes away from 300. We're glad to be with you for another one, ladies and gentlemen, another one here on the network and of course we're continue continuing our four a day series today we do jay's favorite division the <laughs> nfc south <laughs> so first of all of course i'm your man Rowan, and with me as always the man myth and the absolute legend mr jeremiah Quimby. how you doing jay i'm doing well brother how are you ah you know it's uh you know doing pretty good uh, so you're you know, still wearing that stupid hat that you wore last night. Well, I mean, you just put on that stupid. Was that a nutcracker that you had just a few seconds ago? What was that? No, no, these are my totems. Remember? Ah, that's right, the totem poles. Yes. This is the this is the one my brother got me for Christmas. That Jake fancy. Then I got the Ohio State one. Oh, right here from my mom and dad. Those ain't so fancy. I'm gonna they, give they, me they, one. They, yeah, well, they tried to they they really tried to find one for you because they had every other team up there. But they said they didn't sell junk there. I bet they didn't. Donkey oh. <laughs> Michigan, you know that that sounds like Lions fans, but that's all right too. <laughs> that sounds like the Lions in Detroit area. You that's know, that. I am you and I both know that the Lions fans are not smart enough to sell a product that could make money. God bless them. God bless it. God bless. Sorry, them. Victor. Yeah, sorry, Victor. We love you, bro. We love Victor. We love Victor. He's probably Thanks the only times hundred. He's probably the only hardcore Lions fan that I know, so I, I will give him that much. Anywho, once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank, thank you all. Uh, we're into it. We are getting. We're going to break down the AFC. Uh, excuse me, the NFC uh, South today, uh, and then of course, we got some other things we're going to get into first, and then we'll get into our breakdown. So let's go ahead and get this party started, uh, and we're going to talk about uh, an event that me and Jay and our partner uh, Justice Miller got to attend last week. That's the ACC kickoff down there in charlotte we took the the four-hour journey waited another two days took another four-hour journey back uh and we had a chance to check out the talent in the acc you got a chance to sit down with some players got to talk to some coaches uh and jay i just real quick wanted to kind of get your thoughts from that from the uh, acc uh you know uh media day the kickoff that we went to last week what were your thoughts on it i i loved it it was a blast um getting to talk to some of the players and the coaches, especially Coach Elliott, very down-to-earth guy. Uh, He understands the culture he wants to set up there. You can definitely feel it by talking to, you know, even, you know, Brennan, Nick Anderson, or Jackson, sorry, I messed that up. Um, The, you know, the wing culture there is what they want to get back to. Something, you know. Not that Coach Mendenhall didn't have that, but I just it, it's nice to see the transition, but the vibes are different. Does that make sense? No, I'm I mean, not I mean, say it's a it's a bad vibe that Mendenhall had, but it's it's definitely a different vibe. No, I I I get you. I think you know uh, Mendenhall did a lot of great things for the Virginia Cavaliers uh, and that football program. Changed it around, to be honest with you, but. Towards the end there, um, there was some some type of disconnect that we all still don't weren't, weren't privy to. Uh, right. And obviously he ended up, you know, resigning. And now he's out. I think, you know, he's back out west, got his his, his ranch 
and he's out there living the best life. Uh, but Coach Elliott seems like after just sitting there with the man for, you know, we got a chance to interview him for about five minutes. And just sitting there in his presence, I said, man, this guy is smart. I mean, you know, he, he got a rocket engineering degree, uh, you know, from um, uh, rocket science and in, in degree from Clemson. And it's just like you can just hear the intelligence in that man's voice. It, it, they've got somebody special there. Um, and I can't wait to see what he can do. Now, the ACC as a whole is, a, is, a, is wide open to me, Jay. It's wide open. We don't know what we're going to get from the ACC. Uh, this year, I mean, anybody can win it. I know the, the preseason rankings came out. They had Clemson in the top that I think people just did it because Dabo's the coach. Uh, if I had to be real honest with you, uh, you know, I didn't and, pick them. I, I had me neither. I, I I went with Virginia, but you know, that's that's kind well, of a pick, but I, I got faith I, in what they can do. I went with Virginia, but then I flipped and uh, on the other side, I went Wake Forest. I really, you know, what they're doing there, they're um. I love Sam, their quarterback. I mean, together, if you look at the way the conferences are set up, the ACC has hands down the best collection of young arms in the entire nation, hands down. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, I think uh, what's the young man from um, the young man from uh, North Carolina South State? Carolina. Is it okay. North, Carolina? Yeah, uh, North Carolina State? Leary. Yeah, Leary is the one that was uh, picked to be the preseason player of the year. Um, you know, I thirty-five touchdowns, five interceptions. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's wide open. I mean, it really is wide open, and it feels like that way every year. It's like you, you know, every it seems like as the last couple of years, anybody can win that bad boy. So it's going to be fun football to watch uh, oh, yeah. as we go in as we go into um, you know the season. And once again, we'd like to thank the ACC for inviting us down for our third oh. opportunity to come down there. Uh, we will definitely be back next year. We just don't know what the landscape is going to look like in college football. <laughs> yeah, I know. It will wow. be, I mean, we'll rise and persevere as we always do. Exactly, exactly. Um, before we uh, move on to the next one, uh, this next topic is kind of interesting because we heard so much about it from the time that, you know, it's been a seven-month process in the next topic. This thing has been going on for, you know, as soon as the season ended for this team, it's been going on for this team. Uh, And that is Kyler Murray signs a massive contract extension with the Arizona Cardinals. Now, if I'm not mistaken, it's a two hundred and thirty million dollar extension. I don't remember the years on there, Uh, but I know that uh, the money that they're paying them is is crazy, crazy, crazy. But the wording in the contract is amazing because a lot of it is incentive based. I think all right, let me pull it up just so I can be accurate on what I'm saying because um, you know I think there's so many like 40 some million is um, guaranteed. Let's see here we go. Come on. I can read faster. Okay. 160 million is guaranteed for injury. 105 is that signing? So I mean, if he gets hurt, he still gets paid, but he can't just because of the style of football he plays. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, a lot of people are saying the Ravens aren't sold on Lamar, which if they're not, there's I don't know what the hell they're smoking. Right. The man is a former MVP. He does everything you could ask him to do, but they got to take this the way this contracts formed and transferred over to Lamar because he plays very, very much, you know, the same type of football as Murray. So you definitely want to have that injury clause in there. Yeah. I, the other thing about this contract that I think the most interesting thing that a lot of people have been kind of, you know, like what is this clause, but the, the mandatory four hours a week study clause, which makes me wonder like what was his true dedication to the team? Because if a team has to put that clause in your contract, what is that saying about you as a player? Like that's and that I I I didn't want to go there because you know, but last year their first ten games, what was their record? Just guess something. They were like nine and one, eight and one. Yeah. And what happened after in the second half? Yeah, after they lost to the Packers, that was a wrap. They lost that game to Green Bay, and and Murray got injured. 
They he was out for three games. You know, uh, McCoy kind of snuck a win in there. Um, McCoy did good in a backup position for what mm-hmm. you know, and but then you got to wonder. You know, they're signing this type of money. They want a guy that's going to be the first in the door, the last one to leave. Right. You got to be a leader, and with that clause, that tells you that he is not the leader they want him to be yet. See, and that's that's the thing that kind of makes me a little weary because, you know, that's the same thing that, let's be honest with you, the reason why the Browns no longer have Baker there is because they felt like he wasn't quite the adult yet or he wasn't doing adult-like things. Now, here's the thing. Murray's actually a lot more talented than Baker, as we know, in, in these couple of years. that We've we've seen both bodies of work, and Murray has had a, a, very, a more productive uh, career so far. But you see how the Cardinals are tolerating it to an extent, but they're also trying to make sure that uh, he's mandatorily, you know, mandatorily doing yeah. his job or whatnot. So my question is, if he doesn't do it, what, are they going to suspend him? And if he's not, if he's not doing it, what are they going to take? Obviously, they're going to probably take some money from well, him, but... But I'm sure there's somewhere in the contract that if he doesn't do it, he loses so much right. here, here, and here. I mean, of course, you know, the players have so much control. We, we've talked about this before. Right. But the teams are still the ones writing the checks. That's the thing the players got to remember. So if you don't get a check, you've done something dumb. Exactly. In the end, that's something that they got to do. That's something that they're going to have to to you fix. You muted me? Yeah, I was uh, trying to low-key fix your sound, but that's... <laughs> that's is, it, <laughs> is it not going? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to do it without you without you knowing, knowing. <laughs> well, I can read. Yeah, I was like, I was like, if I could, maybe if I, you know, jump it here and then, and, and, you know. echoing again? <laughs> I'm leaving. No, 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 oh, my God, he's gone. He's gone. No, <laughs> but, but, you, but, you know, like, like I said, this whole situation with Mary, I, I'm kind of glad it's over. I mean, it was a very, to me, it was like, I don't say childish. He obviously in his mind deserves his money, which I don't, I'm not going to, he's worth the money. He's one of the you know top tier quarterbacks in the league. Uh, there was a lot about him that I think a lot of people are like, ah, I'm not so sure about him now, but there's a lot of people that would love to have him on the team because they know that he can play. But he's also a guy that can walk away from uh, football and then have a job the next day in yeah. baseball. Yeah, he, he, could, he could go, he could go play for the Las Vegas um, A's. You know, I mean, that's something that, you know, I wouldn't surprise me one bit. He might go over there and do that for, you know, the the team formerly known as the Oakland A's <laughs> because that's the way that's kind of looking. But, um, yeah, I go back and look at it and say um, this contract, smart move by the Cardinals, because if he does have any childish ways, they gave him what he wanted. But if he goes into there and he's not putting in the work, they're going to make him pay for it. And I'm I'm hoping that that all changes. There was a lot of complaining at the end of last season between the two, um, between the Cardinals and then Kyler Murray. Oh yeah, and it makes uh, you know, some of that, you know, they don't want to throw them under the bus, and you know, social media is, takes small things, makes them big, but there was definitely something there because we really thought that this was the team to beat out there right along with the Rams, and then they weren't even there at the end of the season. Right. And then, you know, it just – they looked so bad in that playoff game, the first ever Monday night football playoff game in this new format, and they just went out there and they stunk it up. Uh, a team that was, you know, that just beat Dallas not too long or the Arlington Desperados uh, not too long before then. Um, but, you know, hey, you know, I, I, we'll see what the Cardinals do this year um, and see if they can make another run it or get things together. Next one, we're going to continue our theme of the NFL here. Um, and we're probably pretty much talking about NFL the rest of the show because today is the first official day of NFL training camps. They're underway. We've seen a lot of uh, video today, some positive video for players, in my opinion, that have been injured. Uh, we saw Saquon Barkley out there making one-handed catches and the fans going all wild. We had a Michael Thomas sighting out there in New Orleans. Running routes. Yeah, yep. running routes. A good deal there. And, of course, we've got the battle uh, between Baker Mayfield and Sam Donald down there in Carolina. So, uh, Jay, I just, you know, kind of want to know from your opinion, um, what, I mean, what kind of storylines are you kind of interested in going into training camp? There's there's so many to touch upon because you got battles. uh, You got second year players that are coming back from injuries. 
um, just uh, the thing that if you look at who's still available free agent wise, mm-hmm. two years ago, all these guys. Am I still there? Yeah, I can hear you. Still... Okay. I can still hear you. Told me Becca stuff is attached to this, so I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Becca, uh, Becca stuff is uh, is is, uh, is interfering slowly there. It's taking <laughs> over. No, it, but it um, the, just the the free agents that are available, you could build almost a winning team off the free agents that are available still. Right. So, um, with you know this starting training camp, the main thing people got to keep an eye on is injuries especially you know i'm not trying to your team has nine people on the pup right now already we haven't even we haven't even sniffed the grass yet and And it's already like that and you're uh we've got teams making cuts uh hell julio signed with us and he said he was down to three teams that he was looking at us, the Chiefs, and you guys. I, I, I didn't either. I was just about to say, please don't say us in there. As yeah, long as he was. didn't say Green Bay, I was going to be real happy until you said that. Now I'm just. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, on one of the fan pages, a guy said that he would met him, had a picture up with him in uh, Julio. Said he was a really nice, down to earth guy. And when they were talking football, and he said those were the three teams he was looking at. And it makes you wonder what if you guys even offered him something because we, we only gave him a one year six million. We didn't offer him anything. We probably and you offered, guys we, gave we, Sammy Watkins a lot more to be. We broken. probably gave we probably offered Julio twenty five dollars and some Nikes, and that's probably and pretty a, much all we gave him. I, I and I mean, a bus pass <laughs> and a bus pass anywhere in Green Bay you want to go. Better yet, we can get you across the state of Wisconsin, and you don't have to worry about anything. Right, so it wouldn't surprise me one bit. But um, I think for me, uh, it was good to see Michael Thomas back out there for, you know, just as an NFL fan. We, I, you know, for those who had him in fantasy leagues and that are buried, they're, they're probably just like, thank you, please. Thank you for coming back. But I'm intrigued to see what him and Jameis can do. Um, you know, to, and I know we're wow. talking um, NFC South, but NFC South got a lot of, you know, interesting storylines. Julio coming in, the, you know, to the team. You got the, um, you know, the, the. You go back three years ago and two of the best wide receivers out of the three of the Falcons is now on Tampa Bay. Now Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's Russell, Russell Gage is about to have a great year. Like it, he was, he was looking, he had some good moments with Matt Ryan. Just imagine what he's going to do with Tom Brady. I, I just, um, I, I just, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, we brought in Rudolph and then, you know, Julio. Yeah, we're getting that, but Todd Bowles is a defensive coach. Always has been. Now I'm not trying to sell Byron Leftwich short by any means. He is an right. offensive genius. I I know he didn't have the experience, but I would have liked to see Leftwich as the coach. But I it, that couldn't happen with Brady still being there. If that makes sense, because yeah, you know, about the same age. I figure that. They well, go back and forth. Sometimes. I think I think you know they the Bucks kind of did it the right way in my opinion. You don't want to lose Leftwich, you don't. Exactly. Um, but Todd Boyles does already have the head coaching experience, so it does make more sense to give Todd Bowles the job, knowing that he's going to have a way better team than he had in New York, and he's already got the head coaching experience. He knows how to deal with the media, even though like we met him that year. He came to the Washington um, training camp. I mean, one of the driest personalities. You, <laughs> my man, Coach Bulls is all about business, man. He he is a dry personality, but a heck of a head coach. I mean, I'm a heck of a heck of a coach. So hopefully, a heck of a head coach for Tampa Bay. But I, I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where they where they lead to. Uh, other things, you know, you got players that you know got franchised or wanted extensions, like you know. I'm so glad that Scary Terry got his money. He deserved it. Definitely. But deserved. then you look at the Bengals and Bates didn't even show up because Bates, he Bates, wants. Look, Bates says, look, you are going to pay me. I'm one of the best safeties in the league. You're going to pay me. But to be honest with you, I don't feel like the league values safeties uh, probably the way they may should be valued. Because, I mean, we oh. saw that a couple of years ago with uh, Jamal um, Adams. 
because I mean Jamal Adams is a he's a he's a it's, good it's safety. A, it's a you different I mean? breed though. Yeah, he's a good safety. Is he the best safety because, in the league? No, but people like they were struggling. Like the Jets were like, no, nah, we good. That's that's what's bad when the Jets said, no, nah, we good. And they gave him to Seattle. And then Seattle got suckered into paying him all that money. So it's like I always felt like not that it's but, an interchangeable position, but it's a it's a position you can kind of but you flip the, the coin and you look at Minka Fitzpatrick and he got pay paid. He deserved but, it. But but he, he deserved, deserved it. it because in that defense, see and that's another thing with like the defensive types running a three four defense, your safeties and your corners got to be, you know, above par to allow the pass rush time to get to the quarterback. Right, right. And with a four-three, it's different because you got bigger guys down in the, the trenches fighting for it. So, I mean, potato, potato. Safety, I think, is very undervalued at this point. It, it is. It definitely is. Uh, one and one other thing, um, you know, you saw my guy <laughs> come into camp. Oh yeah. I hear looking like Nicholas Cage from Con Air. I mean, it's. <laughs> I swear, okay. man. It, I, Aaron Rodgers is a mess, man. I I just hope I was that waiting for Steve Buscemi to pop out with a Barbie doll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't care who he dress up as. I mean, he can dress up as the Mad Hatter as far as I care. All I want is you to get back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I appreciate your um your costume game. He was John Wick last year, uh, for Halloween. He he grew the hair out. And he was John Wick for Halloween. Uh, you know, and this time he's you know Nicholas Cage kind of. You know. What what do I need like you to do? When he retires, he's going to be one of those, as you call it, woke hipsters. What I don't care. You better woke hipster and find us a championship ring. That's what I care about. <laughs> That's what I care about. Will you figure that out, Aaron? Then we'll talk business. He's still my guy, but we'll see. Uh, speaking of Green Bay, we'll go to this last top uh, story topic before we head to our team previews. So there's a video that you know it's been out a couple of days now, but AJ Dillon was at a Packers event, and AJ Dillon runs and you know does the lambo leap it was a rain delay going on and he jumps into the crowd now before this happened they brought him down there there was a police officer and the police officer man he was trying to go and jump into the crowd and the police officer stops him now this would have been commendable thinking okay man you know he hey man be careful because we don't want you to slide we need you i can right. deal with i can deal with that because i ain't gonna lie just even after watching the video i was like jay i don't know i i don't know why he was making that attempt but the problem comes is the shove now mm -hmm. you watch it and it looks bad i tried to be devil's advocate and say okay maybe he was like just go ahead go ahead and go like he was trying to push him over to go ahead, like you go ahead and do what you got to do but it looked really bad uh and the way it the way he pushed him you know the fans let him have it i mean this cop got ra railed on the rest of the night they let my man have it uh the rest of the time that he was there and fans were not happy with the way the, the way he pushed AJ Dillon. And AJ Dillon's a big boy. I mean, we've seen uh, the quads yeah. in this guy. <laughs> but I I mean perception's truth. Only AJ Dillon would be able to make a statement about what happened between him and the cop. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, some of the things I've seen, you know, fans are fans. Be fans. But right. I mean, I'm I've read that this guy's been getting death threats. To, over something no, like that, it's not it that childish. Not As I call them, you know those those keyboard keyboard warriors. That I can talk all the mad crap back here in Mama's basement, and they'll protect me. It's it's just dumb. I just yeah. don't understand that. I've never been a fan of that type of stuff. You I know mean, what he did? If he did do it intentionally, it definitely was wrong. Um, you and know, he should be reprimanded. And, and he, yes, exactly, a hundred percent. Uh, you know, but you know, the way social media work now, you got to be careful, man. When you're in those type of settings, man, you have to be aware of what you're doing. I mean, and, and, and you, and as, even as an officer, you have to know, like, well, Hey yeah, man, because that script that's, gets flipped. Yeah. That spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> that spotlight is they're going to, they're arresting AJ Dillon and he, you know, for assaulting an officer. So why, that's why I think there's more to it that we aren't privy to know. Right, because we—I'm sure they'd be running on ESPN right now. Like, I, I really think, personally, I, I got now. I'm like I said, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt because I watched it a couple of times. You try to be objective, right? And from what I've seen, it looked like he was trying to shove him initially, 
to say, all right, you can just go ahead and go up there. But the way he did it and the way his body jerked, I'm like, bro, that looks bad. It looks bad. So I don't know. Um, but, if it, if okay. It in- Objectively, again, we both know how much of a man AJ Dillon is. Yeah, I mean, he's got his calves are like the, the, the punch. The, the cop, it could have been his body saying, well, bro, you're trying to push a big ass rock and it ain't working. Right. You remember, you, you know, those slabs of meat that Rocky was fighting in, in Rocky like he used to be? That's yeah. the size of his leg. Like the little, <laughs> you know, he's out there. That's the size of AJ Dillon's legs, man. It's like the size of the, the meat that Rocky used to to to, to punch in, in the movies, man. Like when he was getting ready for the I, fight. I so, know. you know, as long as he didn't get hurt, because I'll be honest with you, the thing I was more concerned with is when he was leaping into the crowd. I'm like, Lord, please don't fall, please. Please, Lord, we don't need that. Lord. Uh, so it's all I can. I prayed immediately, like, please don't get hurt. Please well, don't and, get hurt. You know, I brought up Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, he, they're concerned because he fell off his bike and hurt his wrist. So mm-hmm. they're waiting to hear back on whether he broke something. They don't know what his, because uh, he didn't come through the first day of training camp yet. Right. Because of that. So, I mean, these players, they, the team invests money in you. You got to be a little smarter. So I understand that too. <laughs> and no, you know, but... I, I really think somebody up the food chain watches our show because did you see the thing that came across the news about Brittany Griner? Let me see. The, the United States offers oh, yeah. a deal to Russia for the release of Griner and another jailed American. Yeah, so I, I saw that they're, they're trying to do trade <laughs> negotiations. And whoever thought we would get trade negotiations, Russ is like, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you in a player. Uh, for for two and a draft pick. I mean, whoever thought we'd see that between Russia and the, and the and the United States? But I just hope she gets home. Um, you know, and they can finally figure that situation out. I know that they did say something in the grinds of in the rounds of that she didn't the the type of cannabis that she had wasn't illegal. So that's what the lawyers' defense um, that they're going like. I guess they got different versions of it that's uh, illegal over there, right, and, right, right? And the ones that she had wasn't illegal. So I mean, we'll see how things work out. I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, Again, that goes back to that whole political back show shit that's going on. Exactly. So hopefully, hopefully they'll figure Anyways. it out. Yes. All right, now before like, we're going before we head on to, um, <laughs> I got that is on out there. Before we head on to, um four days right here this is and this is nobody but L, um but la look at jay looking like a fresh chinese buffet let me get a plate ladies and gentlemen he's starving and he wants some beef and broccoli <laughs> and uh, you, you gotta get a hold of my wife if you want this beef and broccoli bro oh that's great that's great <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all we're gonna head over to four days so four days here uh you know this t- week we're doing the nfc south the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Uh, you know, this division in some people's eyes may be, you know, the weakest division, but I mean in the NFC, but then you look at the Packers division and you say otherwise. I know that's how I see it. Uh, but this division Ooh. to me has a lot of wild card. The, we really don't know how this division. I mean, obviously the Bucks are gonna win this division, in my opinion. But though that three, that second through four is really to me up in the air. Uh, maybe not so much for the, um, you know, the Panthers, but it's a very uh, interesting division, Jay. It, it it's uh, it's weird because if you, you you and I talked about this, you take the other three teams besides Tampa Bay, and you have number one and number two pick from the 2015 draft mm-hmm. and the number one and number three pick from the 2018 draft in this division at quarterback. And, you know, Mariota has done his thing, but he has not really, you know, Jameis did his 30 for 30 and then he was having a good year until he tore his ACL. He was having right. a decent year. Right. So, and we saw more of his ridiculous, training videos i don't know what the hell he's thinking about there gotta gotta Um, look james winston is just he's a delight that's all that's what i got to say about james man like it's just that he'll always pop up with some type of video you're like man james you just you know how to keep people interested try without my headphones but then it echoes worse but um the 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 wife is chiming in trying to god hold on let me try it he's gonna give it a shot he's gonna give it a shot see what happens here how is that? Perfect. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. I spoke too soon. Talk again. Talk again. Okay. All right. That sounds pretty good right there. Okay. 
We'll go wow. with that. It, it sounds a lot better. We'll, we'll see how it goes. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with the NFC South. First, we're going to start off with the Carolina Panthers. Now, the Carolina Panthers, 5-12 and 12 last year. And this is a team, Jay, that started the year off 4-0 and or 3-0. and And they were cooking. Sam Donald was leading the league in rushing touchdowns. And everybody was starting to change their mind about Sam Donald. They're like, man, look at this Sam Donald guy. And then he got hurt. And then... You know, CMC got hurt, and then it just they it just fell off the wheels. They won what two more games the rest of the season, and after that they went what two and twelve. So you look at this team. Uh, you know they bring in Baker Mayfield, uh, and then you know it, with Donald being there, so there's going to be a quarterback competition. They lose Hassan Riddick, who had a really good year last year, and he goes over to Philly. Uh, Jay, what are your thoughts about this NFC South team, the Carolina Panthers? Uh, I mean, uh, 100% everything you said, uh, the defense, Brian Burns has really solidified himself as a monster. Uh, You got to account for him all the time. Um, The thing that concerns me is J.C. Horn started on the pump. We have yet to hear officially what's wrong with him. And, uh, you know, they brought it, they got the the tackle Icky from – uh, what is North, NC State? NC State yeah. I absolutely loved, and you know they were able to keep most of their wide receiving core. They brought in Higgins from Cleveland. So I mean, once they figure out the quarterback, and I I really think it needs to be Darnold. He's got the rapport. It's still breaking up. She says. Yeah, but I mean, we, we're gonna just fight through it at this point. It is what it but, is. Uh, I can still hear you, Jay. That's you're good, brother. We're not okay. here about so, it. So, um, but for me, you know, I first day of training camp, somebody is down there with a Baker Mayfield jersey on, but it's a Browns jersey, and they're rooting for him because they're a Panthers fan. I mean, shit, that was on a discount rack. So, what's wrong with? And he apparently said something very standoffish. So, you're not impressing the fans. And that's who you really need to win over because the team's going to do what they got to do to win. See, that's the thing about Baker Mayfield. And and he's got a chance here to make the Cleveland Browns look bad. You know what I'm and saying? Like he, he's got he a his own story, right? Right. He, he's got a chance that, you know, because, you know, a lot of people thought it. But until the Browns actually said that they, you know, they needed more of an adult, people thought about it. But it was like, you know, but until you hear the organization actually say it. And now you got a chance to go to Carolina. Which, to be honest with you, you know, overall, Carolina's organization is a pretty good organization. They've done some really good things in that um, franchise, you know, just inside and out. You just you just if you're Baker, you want to do the right thing here. Uh, You want you want to get yourself in a good spot, because here's here's the deal. If you if you play and you do well, you're a free agent next year. There may be a team that said, man, I want to give Baker a shot. So you got to be on the straight and narrow, man. You got to be on the straight and narrow. you know, um, while you're down there, and if he if he obviously loses the job to Donald, and you know now you got to start to think, that are are they going to trade Baker mid season? All that stuff comes into play. So or Donald, vice versa. So if you're Donald here, I mean, if you're Baker here, you have to get you got to get your act together. You cannot go down there playing around, Jay. I agree. Yeah, because you don't want to Johnny football yourself. You really yeah. don't. You don't. You don't. And and. And he had so much promise. Like two years ago, we're talking about, man, look at the Cleveland Browns. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be ready to roll next season. And now we're a whole year later, and it's like, nope. And, the Browns you know, are they talk about the maturity thing, and I'm not trying to take any shots at anybody, but mm-hmm. the baggage that is attached to Watson, they brought him in, they paid him, and sent you packing? I right. mean, what? What? Don't we know? That's the thing that's really that, that's that's it. Yeah, right. And it's like for them to take that leap with a guy who's in in, in much trouble, as I've seen in a long time, and a, a, he's in Bill Cosby type trouble. Let's let's just oh, yeah. let's let's be honest with you. He's in Bill yes. Cosby type trouble, and it's like, bruh, you know, they said, well, we'll take the L. They they're prepared to not have this guy for a year, oh, um, yeah, if not more. I, I read something today because they brought Josh Rosen in. Yeah, they brought Josh Rosen in. And so they got Josh Rosen. They got uh, Dobbs. Uh, they got Brissett. Uh So, you know, they've got guys there that are, you know, just in case guys uh, if everything doesn't work out. So 
I'm just hoping for Carolina's sake that they can that one of these guys will get the opportunity to change their narrative. That's right. what I hope for for them because when you're a first or second, in this case, the first pick and the third pick in that draft, you know, the expectation levels are crazy. You know what I'm saying? And Rosen, I believe, was also in that draft, if I'm not mistaken. Girl, uh, he might have been in a couple years before. Uh, no, he he's, was, not, he's been in the league a little bit longer than that. Yeah, he so. was, uh, I think, the year before because the next quarterback taken was actually Allen at seven. Yeah, he's yeah he was in that Allen draft, my fault. But I just – I want to see one of them, you know, press – to be honest with you, I think I want to see Donald really have – I, I feel like the guy's got potential. I know that's hard to say about somebody who's been in the league. He's got the potential. It just feels like the, he's got to be on the right team, man. It, it kind of feels like he's getting that Alex Smith treatment. Right. You know, different offensive coordinators, different systems to learn, never been able to get himself squared together and have that chance. Right. So yes, I agree with you on Darnold. He definitely, like I said, he showed flashes last year. If he did, if he doesn't get hurt, we could be talking a, a whole different story. Baker might not have been there because they were clicking, oh, and yeah. then he got hurt in that Dallas Desperados game. He got hurt in the Desperados game. That's right. I know. Don't beat me. He got hurt in that game, and then things just changed. That game was the the rest of their season. After that game, they were in that game, yep. and then they just they just put a hurt on them. Yeah, that was it. That was it. So. Hopefully things will get better for Carolina this year, you know, but we will see. Next team, we go to the third place team in that division, the Atlanta Falcons. They went 7-10 last year. Uh, uh, surprisingly, I, I think J.I. had the Falcons like 3-14 and 14 or 4-13. Uh, and 13. You're not but, the only one, bro. <laughs> but, but, they, but they fought hard. Um, you know, they bring in Marcus Mariota to be their, their quarterback. You know, and in a lot of people eyes, he's a transition quarterback. And see, if, you know, if um, Desmond um, Ritter will be the, the guy down there. You you give away or you trade Matt Ryan. I mean, they gave Matt Ryan away just for like a second or third round pick, which is crazy for your all time leading passer slash former MVP. But long in the tooth, man. Very long, long. in the tooth. Yeah. And I so mean, uh, this Atlanta team is is intriguing. I I, I feel like they're going to play better than what people. I think me and Rob might be the only people on this bandwagon, and I, we talk about it all the time. Well, that, okay. uh, I, I know James doesn't feel that way, but what are your thoughts on this Atlanta Falcons team? Well, I'm gonna disagree because I, you know, I, the sports guy in me, is, I'm very impressed with what they've done, what what they sent out, and what they brought back in. Uh, you know, Ridley's out because of all his dumbness. They go, they get uh, Drake. Landon or London from you know USC, which I think is amazing. But on the sneak, they traded to get Brian Edwards from Vegas, and Brian Edwards put up sneaky good numbers in Vegas. He did, he did, most definitely. And add that to Kyle Pitts, along with bringing back the Swiss Army knife and Cordell Patterson, that offense should be. 10 times better than what it was last year. As long as all these first round picks on the line can mesh, they should be great. And defensively, AJ Terrell is silently one of the best corners in the league. He's not getting the respect yeah. he deserves. Agree. And you know what's crazy about AJ Terrell? What was it? He had a big knock on him coming out of college that, you know, he was getting beat, you know, like when they, I forgot what Alabama. Who, yeah, they were playing Alabama and he was getting torched. In that Alabama game, and there was nothing positive coming out about him coming. So, and yeah. then I remember people saying, "Man, Atlanta reached for Terrell," but now if you look at it and say, "Maybe not so much." Uh, you know, he's played really well there, and you know, the, like this Atlanta team surprised me last year. They could surprise us more this year. Who knows? Uh, I really, you know, if we were to line it up, and you asked me today where everybody would be. You know, yeah, the Saints brought a lot of people back in, but with the question marks of, you know, head coach and things like that going on, I could say Atlanta could finish second and, you know, knock on wood. Now I'm not even going to put it out in the verse, but yeah, I, I really think they're heading in the right direction. They're rebuilding. They're doing what they got to. Yep, there's a little bit by a little bit. See what Arthur Smith and the guys can do. Next one we head to is the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are they were nine and eight last year and almost made the playoffs. I mean, How they were eight in addition. Huh? 
Oh, I did it wrong. I did it wrong. I did it wrong. My fault. I meant to put him as a loss. I meant to put him as a loss. Marcus Williams is supposed to be there, y'all. My fault on that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even. I didn't even. Hey, you know what's funny? When I was writing it, I meant to put him down as the loss, and then I went and I think I put uh, Armstead. I think I had Marcus Williams there at first. Then I flipped it around. Okay, well, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, I, I was reaching. I was like, uh, bro. But uh, I look at this team, and um, despite Sean Payton not being there anymore, uh, this team is really uh, another one of those teams where he's like, they could be really good. They could be really good. And you and you wouldn't be surprised if they were really good. But then if they're not as good, you can you would say, okay, I'm not surprised that they're right. not as good. So that's what I feel about New Orleans. What are your thoughts on the New Orleans Saints? Oh, uh, I'm actually jealous of some of the moves they made because, you know, Williams got away, but then they brought in Marcus May, who I really was hoping that would come to Tampa to replace, um, oh, I can't even think of his name now, the gentleman we lost to the Jets because May was drafted to play in both system. Right. And then the Honey Badger comes home and he's there. And, you know, as much as people don't like him, he plays amazingly, he plays hard, and now he's playing in front of his fans and family now. So defensively, you know, and they brought, I think they re-signed Davenport, but he's on the pup too, which is never good. Cameron Jordan has been, for 12 years, a pain in the ass for my left tackle. I don't care who's played left tackle, he's been a pain. And he's back for another season. The only question is, oh, quarterback. And, you know, they drafted Ian Book. We, we haven't seen much of him except one pre-se- two preseason games. So, it's, yeah, it's one. That, that, New, that New Orleans uh, quarterback room last year was crazy. Um, and they, you know, they had a little bit of everybody play quarterback last year. At least that's the way it felt. Now, they did bring in Andy Dalton. Um, <laughs> I, I saw that. And, you know, Dalton is going to be a serviceable backup there. Um, you know, a lot of people, there were, there were uh, Arlington Desperados fans last year. They were like, oh, man, maybe Dalton should start. In which he did get a chance to start, um, I think, maybe like a game or two. But, His arm strength is gone. Yeah, he's not, he's not the same guy. Uh, yeah. But he's definitely a good person to have there with Jameis. I think that you give somebody, you know, of his veteran experience in there with Jameis, uh, you know, and I know Jameis has been in the league seven years now, but still, sometimes it helps to have a guy that, you know, has that around him. And, you know, also, you know, they got Landry. Yep. Got Landry and, and to go along with Mike Thomas. Uh, they just, yeah. They, I mean, they just, to me, that's why I said it's it's crazy. They're they're supposed to be good. The, the key factor in all of this is Jameis Winston. Well, nah, there's two. Who's the other? Alvin Kamara. That is also true. I mean, they still have uh, Mark Ingram, but it's not the same. Yeah, you got it. You got to have Alvin Kamara, and then they may lose him. I'm hearing six games is what I've heard. Uh, the highest that I heard. Right. Um, they could lose him for six games, but haven't really heard any more about this situation. We heard it when it first happened, which was around the Super Bowl, yeah. and like you occasionally hear something about it. So, which kind of gives me to thinking that it's not going to be as bad as a lot of people are thinking because i feel like we would be hearing a lot more about it and i I agree with you on that but it's still that thing that's lingering over right with them losing um armstrong you know they brought in uh trevor penny at the which you know he's that small school guy that you know really impressed but most of the time you see them small school guys transition into a guard position Right, not a tackle, and you know, especially your blind side. So that that's a question mark there. Well, we'll see. Uh, this Saints team is going to be very interesting. They got those nice new black helmets. Can't wait to see those in action. Um, so we'll see what uh, the Saints bring to the table. And last but not least, here in our four days, we talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa Bay thirteen and four last season, finishing first in the division. Tom Brady, the key addition. That's right, because we thought he was gone, ladies and gentlemen. We thought Thomas was out the door and 45 days. Was it 40 days or 45 days later, Jeff? It, it was 40. 40 days later, you know, uh, the you know, he moved from behind the boulder 
and he stepped back out and he raised his hands and said, I have returned. You my just, no, you, <laughs> okay, first of all, you can't compare him to Jesus. <laughs> Football Jesus, man. Football uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, nah, but, but we, the thing with Tampa is that, you know, they, the way Jason Light writes the contracts, you know, it's brilliant, but we've lost so many leaders. And, you know, for me, you know, I agree Kappa is a huge loss. But then Marpet retired. Right. So both guards gone. And then somehow we get Shaq Mason for a fifth-round pick, which is an even kill for Kappa. Right. I'm okay with that. But JPP is, you know, not the past rusher he's been. But JPP's versatility, if you look, he's had all, most of his interceptions in his career being a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And he's that leadership that he brings. Uh, Devin White has really kind of, I think, hit his plateau. I'm, right. I'm not saying he's bad by any means, but we still need that extra leader with Levante David. You know, yeah. and no Sue. Sue's gone. We got Logan Hall, which I'm. <laughs> well, I, 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 I've only told you or gotten two people I told you I've liked in a draft before. The one was David, and the, the second one's been Hall. So I'm I'm excited about that. But, you know, uh, Vitavia, this is going to sound weird, but I, I the man's in great football shape for what he needs to do. But he only played about 50% of the snaps last year. He's going to have to up that. Yeah, I mean, no Sue. Um, you know, it doesn't look like Sue's going to be back. I heard the Jets were in play for Sue, so – I mean, that's that's where it gets a little bit difficult to see if if, but, if, if Vita can uh, kind of take over that role. Akeem Hicks is, I, I mean, he's not a slouch by any means. Oh no, not at all. But he, I just don't think he plays that pissed off the way that Sue does. You know, that was the difference. I love Gerald McCoy, absolutely great human being. Loved him in Tampa, but he didn't have that anger that you need to bring on the field. To get it done, like he was a gentleman, help people up. I understand that you want to be cordial, but you're there to kick their ass and win football games. Agreed. You got, you got, you got to have that dog in. Yeah, and, that, and that's always been one big thing. You know, for me, in the end, when I look at Tampa Bay, it, everything hinges on how well Tom Brady can lead that offense. Uh, the defense is going to do their thing. I think they they may even be a little bit better this year. I think you know Todd Bowles is going to have those guys ready to go. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay, once again, is going to threaten. They're going to go in there. They're going to be a threat in the NFC. Um, I think we play each other in week three in Tampa. That should be a fun one. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, that should be a fun one. I I don't expect to win that game. I, I, I'm i okay with it. I really am okay with it, especially in Tampa Bay. No, 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 no. no, no. But um, no, this is something I, I just know. Uh, Shaq Barrett, actually, with JPP not being there now, has moved back to the right side. And so then uh, Joe Tryon, whatever the rest of his name is, is going to be on the left side. And when he had his uh, 20-some sacks, he came off that right side. So I'm looking forward to seeing that back because I, Shaq is one of my favorite nobody into somebody stories, you know? Right. I, I, feel, I think you feel the same way I feel about the, uh, the NFC South. It's Tampa Bay and whoever will fight to get second place. Well, Tampa Bay is set up, and it really is 100%. It's win it now. If you don't win a ring, then the entire season's a failure. There's no ifs, ands, or Agreed. Buts. I mean, they're at that point now, and that's the expect. As long as you got Thomas Brady there, that is going to be the expectation. Mm -hmm. It's win or bust. Uh, and that's that's sometimes a bad thing because, believe me, uh, as a Packers fan, I know it's sometimes a bad thing because every year everybody's expect Ryan Rodgers to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, but you know, hey, we'll see. We'll see what Tampa Bay does, and uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be fine. Thirteen and four sounds about right again this year. Okay, we'll wait. All right, everybody, that was it for our four days. Now, on the next four days, when we come back next week, next week we're going to do <laughs> the AFC East. Uh, so we're going to talk about the youngest quarterback division in football, but probably the most intriguing quarterback division in football because 
of all the young guns and what they possibly could do. We're, we're going to talk about that division next week. So that's a fun one. you can actually see uh, the Jets starting quarterback on as the world turns. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All right, everybody. You know what time is it is? It is time for. And now it's time for cash or trash. All right, y'all. It is time for cash or trash. Now, the way we've been doing these cash or trash has been themed on the division that we are talking about. So. All of the cash and trash today will be about the NFC South. First one we got for you, cash and trash. Christian McCaffrey plays more than eight games this year. I, I, I really want to cash it because, you know, this is his year to define his legacy of what type of football player he is. We know where his heart is. He's 100% into it, but they also need to stop leaning on him when he finally gets healthy. Right. So as long as, you know, Matt Rule learns how to, you know, I don't even know how to say that other guy's name, Chabob or whatever. If they can split carries, that would be great. Um, but McCaffrey is a machine. We've seen it when he's healthy, but you can only, your body can only take a beating like that so much before it gives out. I'm, I'm going to um, trash it. I hate to say it, and it and it and it and it it sucks because we know how talented he is and how good he looked in those first couple of games last year. But the man's been hurt for two years, and he just hasn't seemed to have been able to get it right back. And it's hard at that position. The beating that running backs take, it's hard to come back and, and be that guy. I'm not saying that he can't do it, but my heart says he doesn't get more than eight. Um, I want to see him do it. I want to see him play at least 12. He's going to miss some games. I hate to say it. I mean, I just don't know how many. I just don't know if he's going to, if he's going to make it past the eight mark. He, he, he's definitely living, you know, the Indiana Jones life. It's not the years, it's the mileage. Exactly. Don't know exactly how that's going to go, but we will see. Next one, cash or trash. Cordell Patterson will repeat last year's performance this season. Yeah, I'm, I'm cashing that also because – you know, he found his home, and I'm very – I was wondering if they were going to bring him back. The OC found everything that he does right and has been able to do it. And so, yeah, he's going to repeat it because, you know, I told you all the weapons they've added. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to see him back on the field. I'm going to cash it as well. I, I think that – they they only got like I said, even though it doesn't seem like a lot, they've gotten better. I mean, losing Ryan is is huge. Don't get me wrong; that's still huge. But to me, um, you know, Mariota comes in here knowing Arthur Smith's offense already. It's the main reason why they got him. He knows the offense. You brought another excellent point earlier. They bring in um, Edwards from Vegas, and he knows Edwards, so that's going to give him a piece that he also knows, and he's going to find a ways to to get Patterson back into it. So I will not be surprised one bit, uh, but I, I'm going to cash it. I think he will uh, do the same that he did last year. Uh, next one, cash or trash. James Winston will maintain the starting quarterback role in 2023. So for next year? Yes. Like he will, he will be the starting quarterback again next year for new Orleans. Trash. Now, I mean, uh, Winston peaked at 30 for 30. I'm sorry. I just I don't I don't see it. He there's there's always been that one little bit where he's different. Like the elevator goes up, but not all the way. That's that's the best way I can <laughs> that's put it. That's funny. <laughs> I never heard anybody explain it that way. That's great. Um, I'm gonna cash it. I think he gets, especially if he can. If he just has to be. If they make the playoffs this year, let's just say they make the playoffs this year. He's definitely coming back. When you know. Win, lose, or draw, I think he definitely comes back. Um, but I I don't know if it goes past 23, though. I, I think he'll get one more shot after if, if he, you know, depending on how he plays this year. If he plays like he did at the beginning of last year, he can have that type of consistency to an extent. Um, I think he'll get at least one more year unless uh, New Orleans just – some quarterback is out there. They just can't – they just can't let go back. What they took a book and, you know, he's been learning – and he his profile is very much the way Chase Daniels was. Chase Daniels is on the sneak, has been the best backup ever. 
because right. he keeps getting paid every year to sit there and hold a playbook. He is working at clipboard. Nobody and, works at you know, clipboard like Chase Daniel. Nobody works at clipboard like Chase Daniel. That height, and he also has this the in between arm strength what Breeze had after his injury. So the windows could, you know, how they had the the passing windows for right. him because of his height. I, I I really see Book taking over. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, last one on Cash or Trash. Leonard Fournette weight gain will hurt his career. Cash or trash? Trash. It it's it, it's Leonard Fournette. Uh, he's been counted out before. Asked the Jaguars, and what he do? He came back, and he was just as good as we thought he would be. I, I yeah yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and trash it too. I think it's just gonna remotivate him. I like I said, I saw that what he said. He said it, it, he didn't gain that weight. Haven't heard that much about it since that day. Um, so I mean, I'm hoping that it was muscle. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I know you're hoping that it's muscle too, but I, I mean, even if he is, I'm pretty sure he's going to be determined to get himself back and he'll be ready to roll. Well, but I mean, me being the sports guy, I, am, I do, I hope he didn't gain 30 pounds of muscle because that frame that he's not going to be quite as gazelle like, he's yeah, very style he and he. Six foot, and he, the last numbers were like 228. So if he's at 250, they need to switch him to linebacker, bro. Yeah, I mean, if he's that big, yeah, he, he might have a career ready to be a linebacker. I think David and them could teach him a, a little something-something. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it. That's it for episode 297 of the Legacy Makers Sports <laughs> Podcast here on the Legacy Makers Sports Network. Uh, once again, we thank you all for tuning in. Uh, see Statman is in the building there. It's good to see Statman out there, uh, you know, chiming in. Good to see you. Saw Stephen Daniels in the room for a little while there. BCQ. BCQ was in there. So thank y'all all for tuning in. Uh, for those who are listening on the podcast, um, you know, on audio version, all that good stuff, we appreciate y'all for that. And, you know, uh, we'll be back next week to bring you the AFC East. Um you know, we're ready to, you know, we're getting closer and closer. We got a couple more weeks and then uh, we'll have our NFL preview show, which we'll have towards the season. We got, we got a lot of good things coming down the pipe. Legacy on fire. Be back in the middle of next month. We're about to get busy, y'all. And I uh, hope y'all are ready. Minutes, we're getting to the, the nitty gritty of yes. uh, playoff racing. Yeah. Whoa. Now, I th- let's, we got to talk about this real quick before we go off, before we leave. Tell me how crazy that is that Denny lost that or uh, <laughs> end up losing that race because of the inspection. I'm like, I'm gonna say this. I, I know, I know he was hot, bro. I know but he was mad. He lost the race and it should go to number two. But number two was his teammate, and he failed inspection for the same thing. Crazy. So Gibbs lost out twice. Twice, not once, but twice. And Hendrix is over there up. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, and I think that I think that was Chase's fourth victory of the season. I think, if I, and I could be wrong on that. I think it was his fourth I of the season. Think it was his second. Second of the season. Okay. I think. I, I think I'm thinking about um. Chastain I, had three. Chastain. I I forgot who I, I think I might have been thinking about um. Uh, what's my dude's name? What's my dude's name? Nah, I'm, I'm having a moment. But oh. it, it was somebody else that I was. Th- I might have been thinking of somebody else. Might have been Denny, but. I look at it, and um, it, the nitty-gritty is coming, man. It's going to be a very intense playoff this year. I know uh, Becca was talking about this could be the first time, in a, you know, that, they, that the points could matter uh, going towards the playoffs because, it, you know, the wins are so spread out. So, man, we'll see, man. Well, I think you might be right because right now Chase is rocking the points. So, he, Go. he's number one. Yeah, look, man, Chase, Chase, Chase has got a championship under his belt. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets another one, but we'll see. Once again, everybody, thank y'all all for tuning in. Uh, Jay, is there anything you want to say before we get out of here, brother? Uh, love your people. Check in with them if it's been a minute because uh, you never know when they won't be there tomorrow. Love y'all. Amen to that. Y'all look, y'all take good care of yourselves. Have a good one. Make sure you check out all the great shows here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Monster Minutes on the weekends. Make sure you check out there. In and out on Monday yep. and Tuesday. Uh, you know, we got Commonwealth uh, Sports Talk, which they'll have a new episode tomorrow. What am I on? Hawkins from the UVA. Uh, we had, uh, you know, oh, three point uh, golf Victor. show with Victor. Oh, um, that, that you know, interview. Had, yep, he had a great interview with the head um, women's uh, golf coach from uh, University of Texas San Antonio. Uh, you know, we got this one on one. We got uh, Danny Thompson coming on this week. 
to talk a little something, something about his career. So everything's rolling. Uh, thank y'all all for tuning in and being a part of the Legacy Maker Sports Network as we continue to build the legacy. Until next time, everybody, we will see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. God bless.